Welcome to the Happiness Secrets Podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. This podcast is going to change your life on all levels. Hi, my name is Sam, the Happiness Man. I am a holistic health and happiness coach, meditation teacher, crystal light therapist, Sam Behind Energy Healer, and Connect Therapy Physiotherapist. My purpose in life is to help world-changing entrepreneurs such as yourself to be truly happy and to achieve all your big dreams in life. To literally be a 10 out of 10 in all areas of life from happiness to health to your soulmate, friends, family, business, finances and your freedom lifestyle. My mission in life is to awaken the world and to create world peace through the path of Dharma, holistic health awakened centers, utopian communities, and the world peace charity to solve all the world's problems. But I can't do this alone. I need world changing entrepreneurs like you to be truly happy and to achieve your big dreams in life, to share your gifts to the world. And this is how we make true global change, by all healing ourselves to heal the world. P.S. If you resonate with the message or if you love this podcast and got so much out of it, then it would absolutely mean the world to me if you could share it with someone that you love. And if you could leave a five-star review, this helps us to spread the message with the world and you'll also go in to an amazing competition where you can win two prizes up to a value of $4,444. If you listen to the end, you'll find out more about the competition as well. Enjoy. Welcome to the Happiness Secrets podcast with your host, Sam, the Happiness Man, where we're going to delve in deep to how you can heal your anxiety, depression, stress, and worries so that you can be happy, fulfilled, live with joy, and have it all. Our mission in life is to awaken the world and to create world peace. And we have a wonderful Guest today, Laura, the most amazing Tantra teacher. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Sam. I am so happy to be here. I, I just, I'm loving life and I'm happy to share, you know, how everybody else can potentially just step into more joy and more fulfillment, you know, within themselves and within their relationship. Amazing. So cool. And yeah, we just met recently on social media and what really stood out to me was just your happy, bubbly, positive energy. And yeah, I, you remind me of one of my friends who like most of us, like myself included, <laughs> go through the suffering, the struggle, which kind of gets us into this happy, positive state, but you've always been there very curious and playful, um, just like my friend. And so I, I would love to hear about your life story, how 
um, you've came to be this happy, positive person and how you teach Tantra and help people today. Yeah, absolutely. I totally resonated with that. Like as soon as we connected, I just like felt the energy and I was so, so happy to be speaking to you today. Um, yeah, so it's interesting because one of my nicknames when I was younger was like Bubbles, basically, because <laughs> um, I've always been just a very happy, joyful person. And I don't remember a time where that wasn't true for me, like at my like very core in my essence, like ever since I was very young. I guess it's just an integral deep part of who I am. And I feel like, you know, like when you're a child, you, you're very playful, you're very curious about life. And there is a lot of joy, like it's the integral essence of, of being a child. And I really feel like many, many people, they grow up and they kind of lose that. It's like they think, okay, now I'm an adult and, you know, for different reasons, it's like I can't be playful and curious and joyful anymore because, you know, there's responsibilities and life is hard and things happen. And people kind of let that go. And I feel like this is a very integral part of who you are is like having this joy for life because life is meant to be fun. It is meant to be enjoyed. You are meant to play with it, right? So I really teach Tantra and this very, very playful energy, this very light energy to connect people back to, to that essence within themselves and see how it doesn't need to be left, you know, in childhood, you can take it forward. And of course, it doesn't mean that you're going to be childish or irresponsible. It just means that you're going to, you know, have that love for life and weave it into, you know, your everyday and see how it's possible everywhere to find joy and to be curious. And, and yeah, and I was, I was always described this way, you know, a, a lot when I was younger. And then also, you know, when, when I was older and people noticed this, when I was in my Tantra teacher training in Bali a couple of years ago, um, there was a man that really told me like, he was like, you don't know that this is unusual. Do you like, you're really like quite unique and different in the sense that like you have this, like <clears throat> this energy and this joy and it just radiates out of you and it's very magnetic, right? It like really draws people in in a couple of different ways. Like some people get really triggered by it because they're like, oh my God, like, is that real? Like, is it possible to like, is it authentic? Like, is it really true that you can be like, you know, in this energy? And that's not to say that I don't have some struggles. You know, there's, there's some, some difficult times, like, of course, like I've had times where I, I feel really low and down, you know, but I don't stay there. Like, I don't stay there for long. I don't let it like really take me like into this really, really dark, deep place. Like I've always been very good at lifting myself up very quickly because I stay in this like vibration, you know, this energy of this, this lightness and this playfulness and kind of seeing through a perspective, through a lens where, where there is that beauty and, and there is the choice that I can make, you know, to lift myself up and to, live life in a way that is so fulfilling and and so light and and yeah and so he said this about me and I was like and that's kind of when it clicked for me I was like oh oh so not everybody else is like this for some reason I had this weird idea that like a lot of other people like see life like this and experience things this way and I also realized that of course you know everyone's story is different like people go have different experiences growing up they go through tragedies through traumas through heartache all sorts of things, right? There's the whole rainbow, the whole spectrum. And, you know, as a result, you can have a so-called more challenging upbringing in some way that might, you know, um, like, I don't know, your energy levels can get lower, your perspective, you know, can change because of it. So there's all these like patterns and layers, like we're very multifaceted. So of course, like, I, I do realize that I'm not just like, okay, you know, 
let that go, be happy to just drop it. You got to work through a lot of these things, right? And this is what I help my clients do to like work through the shadows, work through the, the pain, you know, the things that, that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I do with them. And I really teach Tantra because Tantra is so holistic and so all encompassing. And I think this is something else that I would love to, to bring forward is that it's not just the sexual energy. And a lot of people think it is just sex and kinky sex positions. And I'm like, no, no, like, that's not what it is. It's this ancient practice. It's a way of being where the doing begins to flow with ease, where you can connect so much with your heart, where you can release the story, the pain, the suffering, you can become present, you can really be in your body, and then you can feel this energy and bring this forth and start cultivating this in your everyday life, you know, it can affect all areas of your life. And, and, and of course, you know, very much in your relationships and how you can then connect with somebody else and go really deep and experience so much love and intimacy and joy. And it's very, very special. And, and Tantra came to me because I, I went on my own spiritual journey, you know, I was, I was, so when I was a bit younger, um, I was traveling the world. I'm a world traveler. I'm in Chile right now. I'm from Canada. I've lived in Australia. I've been to the Himalayas, you know, like all over Europe. And, and I was always kind of bouncing around living this traveling lifestyle, really enjoying it, but not really sure. Like, what's my purpose? Like, what do I want to do? Like, that was my big question. And I was like, Oh, it'll come to me. It will come to me. I'm just trusting it will come to me. And it just wasn't It's like another year was going by and another year. I'm like, Hmm. Like, I really want to do something that really has a lot of meaning for me. And I always wanted to make the world a better place, you know, to, to help people in some way, like to create more peace in the world. And, and I didn't really know exactly how I was going to do that. And I started going on my own spiritual journey where I started exploring with meditation and with yoga. I became curious, you know, because I knew that this wasn't it. The nine to five, the, the living the rat race, the climbing the ladder, the you know, just buying, buying and buying, like the, the narrative that we're told that, you know, we're supposed to maybe do in life, it didn't feel right. It didn't resonate. And I've always been very like heart centered and intuitive. And I'm just like, nope, I'm doing what feels right, even if it goes against, you know, what I'm supposed to do, supposedly. And, and so I started reading many self help books, I started exploring and trying different things. And Tantra was the thing that resonated with me the most, it just was like, there's something that clicked because it's so holistic. It doesn't push anything away. It accepts you fully for who you are and encourages you to step into your truth, into your power, into presence, mind, body, and soul. And so I was like, okay, I think this is, this is my path. This feels true to me. And that's when I went down the path of Tantra and I really never looked back. And you know, this is so powerful for my clients as well. And that's what I teach. And here I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Amazing. No, no, I, I love your story. I love your nickname was Bud Bubbles when you were younger. And yeah, so cool to, because that's really key. I, I've been through it all before and even where I have to like take a lot of action to get to where I am. But even yeah. last year, I was like, take trying too hard or taking it too seriously to get somewhere mm-hmm. where I've just let, learned to let go just to be and enjoy yes to play and even something as silly as like i used to love playing video games as a kid but i felt so uh-huh. guilty. like so just really doing the things you love and playing yeah. and being like a curious little kid it's yeah it's so divine it's so special and everything unfolds as it is and like you said like of course 
everyone goes through things, but by you yes. having that playful, curious, loving nature that whatever comes your way departs as quickly as possible compared to if you react and take it yes. so seriously and why me, why is this happening to me? Then we really store that trauma in the body and Absolutely. It's really good to hear what you say about Tantra as well, because I think most people um, think it's just about the sex or the positions. Or yeah. But it's really like a way of being and being yeah. in this presence and even like um, through the act of lovemaking in life or like with your partner that you can connect yeah. to the divine and, and have that special experience. And, yeah, I would love to hear... Um, because I've like dabbled in Tantra, but I like haven't fully um, delved into it yet, but I'm feeling the calling. So, but I hear like you can really get into those. Well, I'm really fascinated because I had a glimpse of enlightenment and the infinite love psychedelic vision oh, Amazing. in that state. And yeah, and I heard that it's, it's a path to get into that. Yeah state or that connection that divine union and oneness and yeah so i would love if you like to share like yeah some of your like experiences with that if you feel comfortable mm -hmm. yeah and maybe like some practical tips mm -hmm. someone, like on the spiritual path looking to get into tantra and just to to improve the relationship with their partner but also with all areas of life yeah, absolutely. I love how you described that. Um, and it's so true. Like Tantra is something that can really bring you very much into that experience of if we want to call it awakening or enlightenment, because it, it's so much about presence. And I think presence is so key, like presence and awareness and the understanding of, you know, who it is that, that you really are. You know, because we are body and soul and mind all together and these like infinite conscious energetic beings having this human experience. And I think Tantra really allows people to step into that fully because like I was saying before, it doesn't exclude anything. And that's what's so important about it. It really is like, okay, you have this body. So, you know, don't banish your body. You know, like people are like, oh, desire is a bad thing. But actually, desire is just a feeling of what is the most alive for you right now? What is it that you want to experience and create? That's what desire actually is. Mm -hmm. And that's part of being human. We're creators and we want to experience things. So Tantra really allows you and um, guides you into that, right? So creates the space for you to be your true self here and now and have the full experience of your desire. <laughs> so it's a really beautiful thing. Um, and and this can strengthen your relationship first with yourself the most. This is the most important because your number one relationship is with yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's a very internal experience before it becomes an external thing where, you know, you go into a relationship with it. Mm -hmm. So I always guide my clients first into themselves really deeply. And this is something that intellectually can only be understood to a certain point. And I, li I like to explain it this way. So I'll take an example of like, uh, okay, a carrot. <laughs> um, all right, it could be anything, but let's go with a carrot. That just came to my mind. <laughs> um, so I can explain to you what it's like to eat a carrot. So imagine you've never eaten a carrot, right? So you've never had a carrot. That's, that's yep. the point here. You've never had a carrot. And I'm going to explain to you what it's like to eat a carrot. You know, so, 
So it's this orange color and it's very hard, you know, but you, you bite into it and it's crunchy, you know, and it has this sweet flavor, but also kind of savory. And yeah, it's really tasty. But you've never eaten a carrot. So how much can you understand about eating that carrot of what that's really like? You can get an idea, right? You can formulate an idea of what it's like to eat that carrot. You know, it's crunchy, you know, it's hard, you know, it's kind of sweet. But you don't know what it's like to truly eat a carrot until you eat that carrot. Yep. Right? Then you know what it's like to eat that carrot and you have the full scope, like the full understanding of eating that carrot. Yep. And Tantra is really the same way. It's really the same way. So I can explain, you know, it's, it's very much in your body about presence, the experience, all encompassing, but you've got to experience it. You've got to really go into it and dive deep into it. So it's very much about embodiment as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the energies of the masculine and the feminine, you know, understanding like how that works within you. So it's really a deep dive. And it's this beautiful, beautiful deep dive where, where you're eating the carrot. Okay? You, you, you eat the carrot. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and with my own experiences, I started, you know, reading up on Tantra initially and, and doing like my own little sort of things, you know, by myself. Like I did a lot of mirror practices where, you know, you really connect with yourself. So that's something I do, I can recommend right away for anybody who wants to start becoming more present with themselves. Go look in the mirror, you know, take some time, you know, every morning, it's a really good way to start your day. Go look in the mirror and just really gaze into your own eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often does anybody do that, right? Like to really connect with themselves deeply, go look into your own eyes and just stare at yourself. Just hold that eye contact and, you know, see if you want to smile, see how you feel, see what comes up. Tantra is also very much about the feeling, about the emotions, not so much about the mind or what you're thinking, but what are you feeling right now? What are you feeling in your body? You know, is there warmth in your chest? You know, are, are you noticing something else about yourself that you've never noticed before? Maybe you find judgments coming up. Maybe there's things you don't like about yourself. And these are things that, you know, often get pushed away. And of course, when you push something away, that creates a resistance and it actually amplifies the thing that you're pushing away, right? And it can manifest itself in different ways. Like, you know, you can feel more stress, more anxiety. You can physically get ill in some way. Right. You can have back pain. Back pain is actually very, very common with many people because it's a it's an energetic stagnation. Like it gets stuck in your back, um, the energy. And, you know, I used to have a lot of back pain before I really released some things. And like I said, I have always been very joyful and optimistic. But of course, like I had some emotional pains, you know, growing up where I always feel like, oh, am I really good enough? You know, like, can I really fully love myself? And And to step into all that and to release it, I did a lot of self-loving work and through Tantra as well, I was able to release my back pain, you know, just within a few months of doing this. So I really recommend, you know, look at yourself in the morning, send yourself some love. You can say things to yourself, you know, out loud, like, like I love my eyes or, or I love myself. I accept myself fully as I am. You can give yourself a hug in the mirror. You know, you can start just like rubbing your body, like really get into it. You can put on some music if you like it whatever it is, right? So that is a beautiful way to really connect with yourself deeply. When you begin to really connect with yourself on a deeper level, when you step into that deeper love and that deeper awareness within yourself, that's when you can really create that deep connection and partnership Mm -hmm. with your partner. So, and, and it was just beautiful to see in my Tantra teacher training, there was 40 of us in there. It was this month, month long immersion, you know, and I saw 
people were just opening up, you know, to themselves. They were releasing. They were sharing with others. We had a lot of eye contact we were doing with other people. You know, we were stepping into, like, for instance, uh, one exercise we did was, was my death. So it's like, okay, imagine that yourself, you know, you're just dying. You're letting go of everything. What do you want to release? Like, really just feel into it. We're all, like, on the floor, like, moving around. It looked like this crazy, wild thing from the outside. If somebody didn't know what was going on, they would have been like, what is happening, you know? <laughs> um, but it was just this beautiful experience. And, you know, we were guided through this. And... And then imagining, you know, like just, yeah, that release and really feeling it, like bringing it in the visualization and being very present with that experience. And then coming back and being like, you know, I am here. I am alive. I have this body. I am breathing. Like, what do I want to bring forth? How do I want to exist now? What is true for me right now? You know, here's my story. Here is my past. That's valid. It's beautiful. It's brought me to where I am now. But what of that do I, you know, really need to bring forth now? Or can I release this and really come into the present moment? Can I let that go? Can I let go of the future as well? I can have dreams. I can have desires, no problem. But can I release that and just become really present and see how do I want to express myself right here and right now? Mm -hmm. What is true for me right here and right now? So it's very visceral, it's very alive, you know, and then you share with others and you see each other like transform. There was so much transformation that happened, you know, within everybody and it was beautiful to witness. It was so powerful. And, and yeah, and then the connections, you know, with the other people, the way that you, like how we started in the very beginning, you know, versus, you know, how we ended, it was just, there's so much more connection. And, and that's what it's all about is creating that inner connection and then creating that connection with somebody else and like co-creating. It's this co-creation and this interwoven existence, you know, of, of one person with another person or within more community, you know, however you want to see it. But, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I hope that paints a bit of a picture because, you know, like I said, it's like eating the carrot versus like understanding what it's like. Yeah. So what I meant to say was it's like the carrot, you can describe how to eat the carrot and then to actually eat the carrot, you know, there's the difference there. No, I, yeah. I, I really like that. No, I think it's beautiful and you really create a nice picture that, yeah, it's more than just the physical act. It's like really connecting to yourself and yes. your own either like judgments or bits you don't like about yourself and working about yourself and connecting to it. And to be honest, I love that analogy. I'm going to start using that from now on, especially new ones. And because, yeah, it is one thing that you can, even I remember my guru who's like, yeah, true master and everything I like go to him with, he's like, just, just be grounded, Sam. Yeah, just be grounded just ground but yeah. I was like so hard like and I was like so hard to get there and to be there all the time and this and uh -huh. that now I get it and now it's yeah. easy I'm like ah so obvious um, right. with it but I think it's great until and I like how you put it so simple as in like just be present like, learn to love mm -hmm. yourself to accept yourself all parts of yourself not to resist all it parts. Yeah, and to not be lost in the past or lost in the future, which which is fine, but not resisting it. Be here now. And yeah. then it's like, 
okay, that's it. And you just have to practice it. And then eventually <laughs> you'll know what eating the carrots like. Exactly. And then it's like, but I like how you've very simplified it. Then it's as simple as just intuitively. Once you're in that place, you know how to be with that person or you know how to extend that or then to merge into oneness and it's that yeah. harmony. And I like that because it's so simple because like, I remember, like I've doubled a bit or done like a mini course, like a day course on it and this and it's like mm -hmm. oh, the technique and I've got to do this and like, with that but to be honest how you explained it and at the core that it's more than just the physical love making practice but how you are with every being and how you are with your work and how you are when you're i don't know by yourself or catching the bus or whatever it is just in that state which is truly just like i i teach as well every moment's a meditation like yeah you are enlightened right now and then of course there's that the paradox the expansion as well so yeah. i absolutely love that and really really resonate with that that's really uh -huh. cool. beautiful beautiful yeah absolutely you know and that's what it's all about it really is understanding that like everything is one thing ultimately often you know we're like oh this this is the little box of my business and this is my my love life and this is you know this aspect of myself and this we box things in and we kind of create all this separation but really you know it's all one like first of all there is no box you know break free step <laughs> out of the box <laughs> um and and it's all one thing it's all completely interwoven and and often you can see like how you show up, how you might respond or react in one area of your life is often how you respond and react in another area of your life, right? So it's, you can really see that. You can start to like connect the dots and see the patterns. And with Tantra as well, it brings that forth. It, you know, it illuminates these patterns in your life and like you can make the connections and be like, oh, okay, you know, I see what's going on here and like I can break that now. I can release that. I can like, you know, transform that. And, and that's beautiful as well. So you can let go of these things that don't really serve you, you know? Um, and, and then that allows you more deeply to step into your, your present time, present awareness, and really finding so much more joy in your life. You can, you can let go of the baggage, right? So that's what it's all about. And, and yeah, and it is much more than just the physical. It's, it's a combination and equally balanced, you know, between the energy, between the physical, mind body spirit you know everything merging together and when you then do that in partnership it's just that extra special you know it's like your whole life becomes orgasmic in and out of the bedroom <laughs> you know like like within yourself within every aspect of your life and within your your partnership and with my partner Diego that's really special because you know we've just been going deeper and deeper and it's like when you think oh my goodness can it possibly get any better and you're like, wow, and then you discover like a whole other like aspect or, or layer of, of, of another depth, you know, of how much deeper you actually can go, of how much more you can connect. Um, and it's all about, you know, being very open, being very transparent, you know, letting that communication flow, understanding the energy between you, you know, where you might get triggered because relationships are so beautiful per for personal and spiritual growth. You know, because the other person becomes like a mirror to you, right? Like a reflection and you can bounce things off one another. And it's just a beautiful thing when you can allow yourself into that, you know, to really open yourself up 
to that experience. And of course, you know, a lot of people have these walls up, they're afraid to get hurt, they're afraid to put themselves out there. And I always say, like, you know, if you put a block up, if you put a wall up to one thing, you're going to block out everything, you know, the good and the bad, so to speak, right? Um, and, and the, the, the so called bad or negative things in life, you know, those are there to help you to teach you to to let you grow, you know, to move through them, to basically go through your comfort zone, you know, to the other side where the, the magic and the transformation exists. So it's a beautiful thing. And with my, you know, when I look back into my past, you know, even though I had all the joy and all the gratitude and appreciation, there was a lot of, of things in my previous relationships, you know, where I can look at it now. I'm like, wow, like I had no idea what I was doing. I was being triggered all over the place. I was in a very unconscious kind of state, so to speak, where I wasn't aware of myself or how I was sabotaging the relationships. I had like this people pleaser thing going on, you know, where I was quite clingy and needy and I was, you know, putting a lot of blame on my partner. And it, I was also just not very mature, not very experienced, you know, in relationships at that time. And I give my myself a lot of love for that because I look back and I'm like, oh, you know, that's where I needed to be. It's okay. You know, I needed to be there. I need to have those experiences so that I could move forward and evolve and develop myself so I could get to where I am now. Yeah. And of course, where I am now in my relationship, I feel so much more fulfilled, so much more connected and and understanding myself and myself within relationship. Mm. And my current partner, you know, like we've come like, like we've been together two, two and a half years now. And instantly we had this beautiful connection. Like it was instantly like magic and beautiful. And then, you know, there was waves. There was some, some difficult times as well where we faced our challenges within partnership, but we've come through and now it's just, more and more, like more and more depth, like more and more connection. And it's so, so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for that. And I would love for others to experience it, you know, to know that you can have this kind of connection, this kind of partnership, you can step into this deep, deep intimacy and into this trust and vulnerability. And as a result, of course, you know, then you're going to have these epic sexual like experiences, you know, as well. So and that's that part of Tantra, right, that people are always very drawn to. So it's all possible and, and, you know, nobody's excluded. It's just, if you have the, the intuitive pull, if you have the desire, if you feel drawn, that's always when I say, follow that, follow that, because that's going to guide you exactly where you need to go. Even if it doesn't make logical sense, even if you don't have all the answers, you don't have to have them, mm. you know, those are just going to come, just trust that pull. And then Tantra might be for you, you know, then I invite you into it and explore. Um, but yeah. And Oh, my partner, I'm just, I'm so grateful for all of it, you know, and, and it's interesting, because we both stepped into this relationship, not needing from the other, we weren't like, Oh, I need you to make me happy. No, I'm complete. I'm fulfilled. I am the source of my happiness. And now coming into partnership, that's a bonus. Mm. You know, we're choosing that freely to create more joy together. So we're not we're not coming into it from a space of lack. We're coming into it from a space of abundance and of being fill, full already and then just creating more together. And that's really beautiful. And that's, I think, also very important to not go in searching. You know, a lot of people um, go searching. They're, they're wanting like, oh, but, you know, I'm, then I'll be happy. And, you know, I'm going to go and try and find my partner. Like there's this desperation energy to it. And that's not the right vibrational match to meet the person that's going to be really good for you. You know, so that's why it's important to start with yourself 
do the inner work first to clear, to make space, to come into harmony and balance into that love within yourself and that connection, then, you know, you can draw that person to you naturally. You'll be like a magnet. You don't need to go looking, you know, then it's just a matter of time and trust that it's going to happen. You don't need to know how, just yep. that it's going to happen. Have that trust, be open-hearted, you know, and you'll meet that person eventually. And that's when you can embark on this really conscious, deep relationship. It's a beautiful uh, thing. I, I love that. No, no, I really love everything you said. I really resonate with it. And I can really tell just from your energy vibration, what you say, you're very wise, very switched on, um, which is really good to hear. And so just some, you've already touched on it a little bit, but some practical tips for like someone like myself, I used to be shy, socially awkward. And I was like terrible with women and I kind of resonate with what you said, like needy, like oh, I mean, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. So for someone who's maybe like not in the best relationships or they seem to attract the wrong people or this mm -hmm. type of person maybe doesn't treat them the best or, and, and I really like what you said, that it starts with your, inner self and not coming from that energy so you're on that right energy to meet your partner so you've started with the mirror work which i really love doing um and i think is a really great tool and you said being present so just feeling being your awareness not reacting mm. not having attachment not having resistance so any mm. other tips for someone who's like you know like really struggling at the moment um, and would really love someone like what other inner work can they do or think to help with trauma? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I always recommend is gratitude, like focus a lot on gratitude. Like what can you be grateful for right now? You know, this is actually the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up, like while I'm still laying in bed, I come into this, into my heart space and I start feeling grateful just for my very, my, my existence, for the fact that I just woke up again, you know, that I, that I have, I'm able to be here now. Um, so what can you be grateful for within your life right now? And then being grateful for your very existence and being, this is the hard one, being grateful for things that maybe you don't like so much, things about yourself that you might feel uncomfortable with. You know, it's also really good to like, you can sit down and like journal about these things as well. Like, what are the things that I don't really love about myself? You know, facing this is hard. You know, this is the stuff that we want to put into the, into the drawer, like, and shut the, the door on that. But it, we've got to bring these things into the light, right? These are the things that we've got to bring to the light. Only when we face them can we begin to work through them, release them, let them go, and move on. Yeah. So writing down, you know, what is it that I don't love about myself, like physically, you know, choices that I might make things I might do and say, now, sit with that, feel that in your body, where does that come up for you? When you read this, when you're thinking about these things, and then ask yourself, can I still love myself here? If yes, good, you know, begin to accept that within yourself, like just feel yourself loving yourself there, start to just Feel these things within you and know that that's not who you really are. It doesn't define you. Just because you fail at something doesn't make you a failure, right? And release. And you, and you might need to do this a few times, right? You're like, this is a practice. That's the thing. Like a lot of people want that quick fix. 
you know, that instantaneous thing, but usually these things do take some time. So just a matter of like keeping, keeping that, keeping up with it. And if you say, okay, I can't love myself here, then what can I do now? What can I begin to do? What might be the next step for me so that I can begin to love myself here? Mm -hmm. Right. And you, you can intuitively follow that. Um, ask yourself empowering questions. So for instance, what is it that's trying to emerge through me now? That's an empowering question, right? You're asking like, what is it that wants to come through me now? What is it that wants to flow through me now? It's very, very good to ask yourself empowering quest questions rather than, oh, why does this always happen to me? That's a very disempowering question, right? Because the universe, the way that, you know, the energy, law of attraction, all that works is it's going to answer you. <laughs> you know, what, whatever you're asking, you're going to get answers eventually. So, you know, you might want to get good answers that are going to be very beneficial for you. So it's good to like step into that powerful place. So gratitude, the journaling, asking yourself these questions, I always find is very helpful to, you know, start right away because the very first thing you need to, to start with is awareness, is becoming more aware, is becoming more observant of yourself, of what you're actually doing within yourself and what's happening as a result, right? Because when you have thoughts and feelings, you build a story, you take actions, the actions create evidence in your life, right? So what evidence do you want to create? If right now the evidence is, oh, I'm always attracting, you know, a partner that isn't really good. Okay, take the blame away from the situation, away from the partner, you know, come back to yourself and be like, okay, how is it that I'm creating this in my life? So these are really good questions, you know, to really sit with and start asking yourself. And another thing I would really suggest is have a meditation practice. Definitely a meditation practice. There are so many different types of meditation, you know, and see what resonates with you. Try out some different things. But I highly recommend this because meditation, as you know, <laughs> um, it brings you right into the present moment, you know, like right here, right now. You can just really be with yourself. It connects you much deeper. You can create that, that deeper awareness within yourself as well. And don't shy away from your feelings, you know, like oftentimes people want to just not feel something, you know, and anytime that anybody, for instance, has, you know, so-called bad habits or addictions, it's because you're trying to numb yourself from feeling something, from facing something, from just, you know, you want to distract yourself from something, but it's exactly those things, you know, that that's like where our transformation lies is actually like when we bring those forward and then we can begin to like, you know, peel back the, the layers and release them. So come into feeling, allowing yourself to feel everything and feel it, be okay with it, accept it, present moment, but do not spiral into the so-called negative feelings. And you know the, the difference, right? Like you can feel that. It feels heavy. Like if you're really frustrated or angry, it feels really heavy. It's important to allow yourself to feel it. You can even express it, like use a pillow, you know, like whatever it is you want to do, release it let it and then you can let it go and you can come into like okay i'm able to choose something that feels better you know what is it right now that would nourish me do i want to go read a book that i love to read do i want to go and take a bath you know like do i want to go for a walk and sit on the beach for a little while do things that nourish you and prioritize these um it's very important to prioritize self-care and things that actually bring you joy and things you like to do 
um, rather than, you know, really getting stuck in your, your regular cycle of things that you think you have to do, but that don't feel so good. So really try and make space every single day for yourself to really nourish yourself. I think that's also very, very important. So, and these things, they all cultivate more presence and more awareness, which is really the baseline. Like that's the bottom, like that's where you've got to start, right? If, you, if you're going to go really deep, you've got to start there because if you're not aware of yourself or the things that might need your attention or where you might want to create change, then you can't really move forward, right? If you're not aware of the things. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very important. And another thing I would say is get more into your body. I love to dance, you know, like if that's a thing, like, even if you don't like to dance, try to dance, put on some music, you know, just start moving your body. Like it doesn't need to be any particular like step-by-step -step thing, but like, just feel it, like go with the flow, like start moving, get more into your body and, you know, releases endorphins. Anyway, it feels so good. Like I'm starting to dance right now. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you can start to just, just also like you can run your hands, you know, like just over your body, like start feeling yourself more, like be more present. And another thing, this is something I love to do with my clients in the very beginning, take off all your clothes, go stand in front of a mirror, fully naked. And again, this is a similar thing with the eye contact, but this time fully naked. See what comes up for you. This is usually very confronting and uncomfortable. You know, we never do this and really standing naked with ourselves, like what comes up for you? Oftentimes there's going to be a lot of judgment. You know, it's going to feel heavy and that's okay. Be with that. Be with that heaviness. You know, see what comes through. Then you can journal afterwards. Write down like, okay, this is like how I felt about myself, you know. Get really curious. Like, why am I feeling this way? You know, can I trace it back? Where is the belief? Where did the belief start? What is the belief about myself of why I find myself, you know, not good enough? It usually comes back down to I'm not good enough in some way or not worthy, or not deserving, or, you know, I can't do this because of this, like whatever it is for you, find that belief. And then ask yourself, is that really true? You know, like, does it need to continue to be true? Is it serving me? Or how is it? How is it serving me? You know, in what way does this belief actually serve me? Does that mean I, I can stay small? I don't need to take risks. I can stay like in my little bubble. But ultimately, if you stay in that little bubble, you're probably going to continue to not feel so great about yourself and about your life because really you don't want to be there. You want to be moving forward. You want to be following your desires, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of self-inquiry in the beginning and really becoming very, very present. And do this multiple times and you'll find more and more you're going to become more comfortable with yourself. Mm -hmm. And then look at the things on purpose as well that you actually do really like about yourself. You know, usually there'll be something, right? Like... Usually you don't dislike everything. So really focus on that and, and feel that emotion, feel that energy, like let that really resonate. And if you find yourself during the day at some point feeling really low, come back to that feeling. Remember, oh, actually, I love my eyes. I love the color of my eyes or I love that, that I'm a very kind person, possibly, you know, and feel that energy, bring that energy forward, you know, create that momentum. Take that forward through your day. And when you begin to make these little tweaks, when you begin to like utilize these, you can begin to just see through the fog, 
you know, because you understand that you've been living like with sort of like blinders on and holding yourself back. And you, you find it's very empowering. It's very empowering to know that actually I can clear that fog. I can take off the blinders. You know, I, I can be powerful. I can make choices. I can choose to feel better. I can choose to love myself. So this is like, it's very much about coming into that understanding that actually it's all within you already. You know, it's just about remembering, remembering you're already enlightened. You're already all the things you're, you're already beautiful and perfect just as you are. Of course you want to grow and evolve and, you know, might change things, but you're already this perfect, beautiful being and just come into that remembrance. And, and, and many people, you know, they also then would like to, you know, say like, Oh, but now I wasted all this time and they blame themselves. And it's like, okay, be with that for a moment, you know, feel that for a moment, but it got you to where you are now. And there is no such thing as wasted time. You've had beautiful experiences and they've brought you here. There have been some difficulties. It's okay. It's all part of the human experience. Love yourself for it and know that today is a new day. You can make a new choice at any moment. You can step forward and you can create change. You can follow your desire. And that's so empowering when you do that. <laughs> I absolutely love everything you've said. And no, it's very profound. No, I, I love these chats. Um, <laughs> not everyone fully um, gets it as, as the way you do that. Yeah, it's coming full circle, realizing we're already here. We're already healed. We're already perfect. We're already love. And, but of course, on the other side, we have got our ego, our human experience. Um, there are ups and downs. And I love how simply you've put it. Simply bringing awareness. That's it. To the parts that we don't realize is an issue or the parts we're kind of pushing away or hiding in the cupboard or mm-hmm. pushing down and whether we're numbing ourselves with food or, or like, um, on social media or what, whatever it is, that it's simply bringing awareness and bringing love. Yeah. And, <laughs> and acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance, yeah. Yeah, and I love that the, the more we can tap into that and then just tapping into our own intuition and what mm-hmm. we like to do, what excites us the most, being little kids, playing, being curious and just living your best life and focus on what you control and then just trusting and having faith and of course it's like putting yourself in opportunities you're going to meet people and this and that or things you love and but when you're so in that energy of loving your life and sharing Mm -hmm. your cup so full and overflowing that when you meet that person it's like hey my life's so great you want to be part of it not all but that's all right and then but that's when like, yeah, like a true, like that soulmate uh, partnership happens as well. And yeah, so I'd, I'd love to know like how you met your partner and a little bit of that story. Oh, uh, I'm such a romantic. I love sharing. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it is all about acceptance as well. You know, I just want to really like put emphasis on that accepting yourself where you are here and now like past present future but mostly just right here right now where you're at accept yourself here and i know that can be challenging and it does take some time but it's possible (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so Diego and I, we met in Albania, of all places. Albania, yeah. So I'll give a little bit of the backstory. So what he was doing, he was, uh, he's from Chile, and he decided to, like, basically, he was, he's an engineer. Yes. He wanted to just get away from his life. He felt like it didn't feel right to him anymore, you know, like the trajectory that he was on. He was like, nope. I don't want to be doing this anymore. Like this isn't fulfilling me. I'm just going to basically up and sell everything and just travel in Europe for a while and just go over there and see what happens. That was what he was, he was doing. And so he um, was volunteering in this hostel. Um, I don't know. Most people might know what a hostel is. Some might not. So it's, it's kind of like a hotel, but with backpackers go. Right. And so he was volunteering there in this beautiful little beachside town. And he, it was so random because he'd never really thought about Albania before. He was like, okay, there's an opportunity. I'm just going to like go over there, like really spontaneously. For me, I was in Canada. I had just returned from Australia. I was living there for a while, went to Canada and I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go or, you know, I was very like, um, all right, I'm going to just listen into my heart. What is it that, that I feel like doing right now? And this was not that long after doing my Tantra teacher training in Bali. So I was back in Canada. I was visiting my family and I was kind of at a point where I was like, okay, I know that I want to do this. I want to teach Tantra, but right now I feel like I need to just physically go and be somewhere else. But I wasn't really sure like, okay, why? I didn't have the why, but it was okay, you know, because I was fully like tantric. <laughs> I just came from my teaching and I was like, all right, just follow my desire, follow the flow, don't need the answers. This is my truth right now, you know, like this is what feels good for me. So, and it's funny because in the back of my head for a few years, I always knew Albania. I needed to go there, but I had no idea why. No idea why. And there was no timeline, there was no real reason. Like, I didn't know. It was so random. Because, you know, everybody's like, oh, Thailand and France and like these typical places people go. Albania is so like random. Even when I tell people now, they're like, Albania? <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was it was the truth for me. So I booked a flight to Europe and I said, OK, well, I'm just going to go and travel some other places in Europe as well. I'm going to make this like this whole trip. Right. And I was having a great time. I was in Scotland and Poland and Croatia and like a few places making my way to Albania. Just this intuitive, just this heart, this feeling in my heart. And I had gotten out of um, a long-term relationship. We just grew apart. This was a, like half a year, no, about a year before that. I released that relationship in a lot of gratitude and a lot of love. And I just trusted that I was going to eventually meet a person that I could connect with really, really, really deeply. I just knew that and I trusted it. I didn't need to know when. I wasn't searching. I wasn't looking for this person because I was feeling very fulfilled in myself and I knew that eventually I would meet this person. But I wasn't, there was no needy energy whatsoever towards that. I was in a lot of gratitude and a lot of love for life and myself. And I knew I needed to go to Albania for some reason. <laughs> so I was making my way there. And I walked into this hostel and I saw this man and he looked over at me with these beautiful brown eyes. And I was like, huh, that feels really good. There's something there. I don't know what, but that feels like there was just this connection, like instantly, like this pull. And he told me later, you know, he felt the same thing. And so, you know, I got settled and we ended up, you know, so we started to talk a bit and went, you know, to the beach together and sparks just started flying like crazy. And 
it just felt so alive and so real and so true for both of us. It's, it's hard to even describe. Like, it was palpable, you know, this palpable, beautiful energy. And, ah, oh, it was a beautiful, beautiful week. And so, and then he was still there for a little while. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go travel to Romania. Like, do you want to come meet me when you're done working here? And he's like, yeah, I'll come meet you. And I was very open at this point. I was very much like, okay, I think this is like a real thing, but I'm not going to like be pushy. I'm just going to go because I know I, I do want to continue my travels. And, you know, if he'll come and if we meet again, then it's all going to like work itself out. There was no attachment to it. There was just this beautiful, energetic, like, like we were just interwoven and I trusted it. And he, like, he told me later, you know, like his side, he was like, Oh yeah, I knew, of course I was going to see you again. I was going to come right after, like, I knew that I wanted to be with you. And it was just, he said he never felt more like himself. Like he could really just be himself with somebody. Like he just felt this absolute love. And of course, two weeks later, we we're together in Romania and the rest is history. We traveled together from there and here we are now. And, it was all because we were both coming from a place that was very full within us. We didn't need each other, mm -hmm. but we felt this beautiful connection and we knew that we could have a beautiful relationship together and we both wanted that. Mm -hmm. And with Tantra and, you know, both of us practicing and going deep, it's just been one unfolding after the next and these beautiful experiences that we've had that are just almost indescribable. It was just so deep and so love loving. Um, and we're both so grateful. And yeah, moving forward, you know, we'll see how it evolves. And we absolutely love each other. And we know it's, you know, it's possible for others as well. And to have this connection, like, you know, neither of us have ever had this kind of relationship with this kind of depth and harmony and love. And oh, it's amazing. And I'm so grateful. And I just knew, I just knew like, okay, one day, one day I'm going to have this kind of connection, this kind of experience. And, and it's funny when I say that because I hadn't had it. So I didn't know exactly what I meant by that. But I knew that there was some sort of magic, some sort of connection, intimacy, depth, relation with another person that would be so mind-blowing and so blissful on every level. I knew it existed, but I didn't know because I hadn't eaten the carrot yet. Yeah. Right? Like I, I knew on an intellectual level, I knew that this existed and I desired that. Um, but I wasn't looking and grasping for it. So that's the difference. It's knowing that, that this is possible for you and releasing the need for it. That's when you can align with this person and you come into each other's field and you can meet and, and create this together. Right. And then when I started experiencing it with him, I just knew it's like, Oh, now I'm eating the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. What a romantic story. Absolutely amazing. I'm very happy for the both of you. And yeah, just to share like a little bit about my story, I guess. Yeah, I guess my parents split up when I was young. I never felt loved, like not being enough, kind of going in my head, not in, wasn't in my body. I was very socially awkward and shy, but I still got like, I'm still like the nice smiley guy, like got along people but oh I remember like I had to so anxious to talk to girls or that I had to like drink and and all that stuff to just to have the courage to go do it and yeah but eventually it got to a point that 
um, just with my anxiety and depression. It's like I ended up quitting my job, went on a world travel trip um, and went traveling through America, went to London and yeah, I was starting to get in the self-development, get more confident and go start talking to girls and, and, and start loving myself more and on the journey. And it actually happened a bit different that like it was before my awakening. So I was still like going through that suffering period, but I was on a bit of momentum and getting better and random story, but we met in McDonald's of all places during the day. I was walking past, I was like, ah, like trying to eat healthy. I'm like, ah, I shouldn't really go, but I was like, fuck it. All right. It's the weekend. Just go in. And I was there eating my meal and she sat down next to me and I finished my meal, but I was in a really good, confident place. And then I was just started chatting like, oh, where's the Primark? And well, this was right ahead of us. And uh-huh. yeah, we got chatting, but it's that feeling like almost like fate or destiny that uh-huh. I'd never been to that part of London before. She'd never been that part. And it's just that feeling of like, you know, you know. Yeah. And it was just so easy and so much fun and such a deep connection straight away and yeah we kind of had a bit different that it was like six months of amazing dating but because I was still going through my stuff I almost self-sabotaged I was always thought like I was like oh this is catching up on lost time I'm gonna meet lots of people like I'm gonna go traveling and then come back so in a way I kind of self-sabotaged it and she had some things self-sabotaging when I went traveling. But then I had my awakening and I kind of realized you don't know what you have till you lose it. Kind uh-huh. of, I think we both went through that period. And then two, two and a half years ago, close to three now, we decided to try again. Mm-hmm. We met in Bali. Um, it was, you know, you're yeah. a bit nervous first time. We first saw uh-huh. it, like a big kiss and a hug and holding hands straight away and mm-hmm. yeah, it was always meant to be and yeah. in the most loving relationship, we're getting married this year. Oh, which is good. So, and yeah, so I, I love that. And, and I think it's like, even though you may not feel like ready a hundred percent or you've got all mm-hmm. before I was like, Oh, I remember the meditation camp. Oh, you have to like sort out all your baggage and then right. you're ready with it. But like, really that like you said that acceptance like you're perfect as you are you're healed as you are there's something like you said you had albania in your before which is so random but that's like such a big universal like it's almost like fate yeah there's really just that true just acceptance as you are that you're being Mm -hmm. the best version of yourself and just connect to those loving parts you don't you are perfect, but also your perfection in the imperfection. And exactly. I, no, I really love that. And then the next part. So you found your relationship. You're in a soulmate mm-hmm. relationship. So how, what is a bit of your story? How you keep it so loving and keep yeah. it beautiful? And because that's part of it, it's like you me. Yeah whirlwind and then it's almost one of those like endorphins emotions where are uh-huh. and and you're left with each other in a good way so and you're such like a mirror for each other spending oh, yeah. so much 
mm. with each other as well. So, yeah, what's your bit of your story with your relationship and some like tips and advice so that Absolutely. you can grow together with love? Yeah, for sure. I, I love your story, by the way, as well. That's absolutely beautiful. And it's true what you said. You do not have to wait, like, to work through all your stuff. Like, you know, and the thing is, there are certain things that are going to come up and be present at all times, you know, and it just, it depends of how you, you react to that and how you go through that, that it doesn't, like, take you down. Because a lot of people, I think, have this idea that, okay, well, I can get, you know, I can just get rid of all my issues and all my patterns. And, you know, it's like, okay, then I'll just be perfect. It's like, well, you know, some of these traumas and triggers and patterns, they're probably going to be present within you for your life. It's just part of who you are, but that's okay. You know, it's just a matter of like subduing them, releasing them, accepting them. And when they do come up a little bit, it's okay. You know, and then you have the tools, you have the awareness to be able to like go through them with ease, right? So that they don't have, they don't have the control over you that they may have previously have had. And it's true. You don't need to be like this fully like Zen, like complete master before you can call in that person. Not at all. You know, like Diego's a good example. Like he was actually changing his lifestyle quite a lot from being like more of a party type of person to just not wanting to live that way anymore. And then with meeting me, and starting to also get into like a deeper personal um, growth practice, a lot of things started coming up for him. And we, he went within our relationship through quite a lot of issues, right? Like just a lot of ups and downs, you know, within himself that he was facing. So, but it's okay, you know, like you can be in a conscious relationship and you can work through your things and release them and, and make peace with them as well. You know, you're not always going to release everything, but just to to make peace with yourself, you know, it's that inner peace and you can still access all this joy that exists within you and all this love. It's all right there for you. Mm -hmm. So, and that's been a big thing for him as well. And, and for me, like there was certain things that, yeah, of course you have like the, the, Oh, the beginning, you know, it's always this beautiful, like fireworks time and things do settle, you know, but you can still keep things very alive and very, on fire, so to speak, or glowing, you know, you don't have to come to this place where you're bored with each other or dull. And I think a lot of people do face that, you know, especially when it comes to, to sex as well, a lot of times. So, and we faced a little bit of that as well. And we just started really, number one, let's talk about this. Like, let's just really be aware of what's going on, what's going on for me, what's going on for you, you know, to just be really open, to not hold anything back, because if you don't communicate properly with your partner, like that's where, you know, you're going to have issues like right away. So just let, let's just be really open with one another. You know, like I was still feeling a little bit insecure once in a while where I was like, you know, like, am I really good enough for you right now? You know, or, you know, I felt like maybe I need to do some more people pleasing, even though I didn't want to, but there's these old patterns that they're still there, but I, I recognize them. And I know that I don't want to be this way anymore. I want to be very present, very loving. I want to release these things or make peace with them and be in this relationship in a way that I know it can really work well. I know we have this connection. I know we're capable to do so. And so we would every day, and we still do, we prioritize communication. We prioritize doing things that feel good for us. You know, we, things we enjoy to do together, we make sure we actually do them. So there is an active component where you need to put some effort into it. You can't just like let your relationship just like 
go and expect it all to just be perfect all the time without your own effort, right? So it does involve some energy. Um, so we love to go and walk on the beach together to spend time in nature, you know, that really energizes both of us. We enjoy being there together. So we prioritize that. We make sure we make the time for that. Um, we are very cuddly. Our love language is, you know, everybody has different love languages. Some people love like to give gifts. Other people love to, you know, hear like beautiful things from their partner all the time. Other people are very much into touch. So both Diego and I love touch and cuddles. So we just make sure we're, we're touching, we're cuddling, you know, if the other person's feeling a little bit off, you know, we ask like, you know, what do you need right now? Like what's going on? Like, let's be there for one another. Let's support each other. And Let's give each other some, some space as well. It's important as well to give each other the space. You know, if you're always constantly together, that can dissipate the energy of polarity a little bit. So there's masculine and feminine energy, right? And this creates polarity. So usually, so everybody has both masculine and feminine energies within themselves. This is like a whole other podcast episode probably that I could go into with these energies. I'm not going to go too far here because it's just too much. Um, but, you know, we have these energies and what attracts and what keeps that, that spark, that glow is that polarity, which means, you know, you have the two ends, the masculine and feminine. And most of the time, the man does have more of the masculine and the, the woman has more of the feminine. And when, a, like, I'll give my, my own personal example. Like, I've been working a lot on my business, right? That's a lot of masculine energy involved in that. And I saw myself going too much into the masculine where I wasn't enough in that flowy receiving feminine energy. And that was kind of putting the dynamics in our relationship a little bit off. So the spark, you know, the glow that that desire, it wasn't there. It wasn't as active anymore. So I noticed that within myself and I was like, okay, I'm going to step more into my feminine again on purpose. You know, I'm going to start moving more. I'm going to dance more. I'm going to get more into my body. I'm going to just like open myself up more to receive and to surrender. And that is very attractive for the masculine, right? So it can like really balance that way. So just being very aware of these energies and how they show up within you and what you can then begin to like do to like create that balance and that harmony. Um, and also we did something really fun. You know, I, I wrote up a, a sex quest for us. I'm like, let's do this fun sex quest together. Like I wrote up like all these creative things that we could do on different days and, you know, it ran it by Diego and he's like, yeah, this sounds like fun. Let's do this. We haven't done this before. So, and that was like a, you know, a whole other adventure that we went on sexually speaking. So we just did something really creative. Right. And and, it, you know, we all go through lulls, we all go through phases, you know, within ourselves, there might be something that happens in life where, you know, you might not be as energized or as connected. And that's okay. And just again, it comes back to acceptance, being okay with it, being aware of that, coming back into presence. And yeah, going from there. And just it's the little things, it's the little things every day that you know, you're aware of, and you can see and the things that you can do, like a sex quest, you know, just to keep it really fun. Um, and yeah, again, communication, so important, being transparent, you know, um, prioritizing the things that you know you love to do together, speaking your love language, you know, just being aware of the other person, also giving yourself some space, giving yourself the alone time, making sure you prioritize like self-care, you know, what is it that you as a, a single person like you need to do, you know, what, what is good for you? We both meditate every morning, you know, often together. 
Um, he loves to go and do his exercises. He goes out for a few hours and like does his thing, you know, that really energizes him. And we see like, okay, what is it that we want to create today? How do we want to move forward? And how can we cuddle somewhere right now? You know, or like, let's dance some salsa. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and we've had, like, I can really honestly say we do. We have incredible, you know, sexual experiences together. We, we are best friends. We, you know, we share our heart and soul. We're partners in life. Um, and we don't need each other to be happy, but we love being together and we're happy to be together. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I resonate with everything you said. Um, and I would say, yeah, for me as well, communication is the biggest thing. I realized when me and Paula first broke up, it was just simply communication. <laughs> we both felt the same way, but we just didn't communicate it. It seems so silly now, but I think that's the biggest thing we've learned. And mm. yeah, just to really to be present with each other, one thing I've learned is I think I kind of thought, like you said, I thought everyone acts like me or if I do a certain thing, I wouldn't mind it. So it's that communication and seeing what mm. things and even if there's little triggers or things not to do or like you said, the love language, what they love, yeah. we're all about cuddling as well, yeah. <laughs> which is the best thing. And yeah, truly just understanding. And I think this is a big thing that I learned as well, that truly, and I think maybe sometimes I'm a coach, we're like, like, or trying to help rather than as a guy to just like, really to view my soulmate as perfect as she is, mm -hmm. or change or fix her as a guy, because we're the masculine, rather than sometimes like just sitting and listening. Um, yeah what she needs and and I think sometimes she like expects me to mind read or that but sometimes I just say well just I ask that question like oh I really feel for you give a hug or whatever like oh do you need me to listen or would you like some advice or something so simple for a guy which because sometimes <laughs> it's hard to tell as well but yeah and it's that perfect balance like you said between mm -hmm. feminine the flow and the masculine action taking yes. and got different roles and different areas of life. And so it's so good having that awareness. And like you yeah. said, it's eating the carrot. You can just feel it. And, yeah. and it's making the effort too. It's like, exactly. You need to put in the effort, just like anything. If you want yeah. to be healthy, you want to lose weight, you eat healthy, you go to the gym, you sleep, you still yeah. take that action and the balance, which is amazing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. it's all part of, it's all part of intimacy and connection you know like but like people think intimacy is just like like well the physical or just the sex or just the sensual but no intimacy actually includes so much more it includes having a difficult conversation that's very intimate right if you think about like intimacy is is actually like the in the broader sense like being very open with each other very vulnerable very transparent and then anything that happens within that is an intimate thing ultimately. So yeah, and it is about acceptance, about making space for one another, about, you know, they they are perfect as they are, as an awakening being, as a human, as a soul. And there might be certain things that you don't like that much that they do, and that's okay. And then that's up to you to make peace with within yourself, you know, like ask yourself, is that a deal breaker? 
If they, if they don't wipe the counter of the kitchen, does that mean I'm going to be super angry right now and I can't be in this relationship anymore? <laughs> you know, or can I make peace with that within myself? Can I let that go and be like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to wipe the counter and I'm just going to like, it's going to be okay. It's not a big deal. Right. Definitely. So you can have a, a nice conversation around it. One where, you know, you're not like blaming, but you're like, Hey, you know, like I noticed this and it would be more comfortable for me if maybe you did this a bit more often, you know, and then the person would be like to see it. Maybe they didn't even realize that they were leaving the, the counter messy, right? Something little like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's just a matter of how you approach it. <laughs> I, I agree. And it really, I think, comes so simply. The more like present you are, the more grounded, the more connected to <laughs> intuition, the spirit to divine, like, and you, it just all unfolds naturally. And it does. It's, it's effortless with it all. Cool. Yeah. All right. So the next thing is like, I guess, moving into the bedroom, if you feel comfortable yeah. <laughs> talking about that. And yeah, I guess from what you said, which I really loved, it's the presence coming into that, mm. love, right? that intuition and just really merging into oneness and feeling and just not thinking about the next thing to do or I read mm -hmm. this in a book or the video and just flowing with it from what i like that day course i know it's like the breath you feel for the guy's perspective it's mm -hmm. energy it's controlling that and so maybe even the first bit from that guy's perspective is one thing i know a lot of guys with is like pornography and calculation mm -hmm. as well <laughs> so hard, like guys be like actually controlling that and yeah so i'd love first your advice on that um before we get on to the next thing is like as a guy like your thoughts on pornography and your thoughts on ejaculation and and with that yeah yeah absolutely um so with i find with pornography there's it's not very realistic largely <laughs> um in how women actually want to experience sex um there's a lot of emphasis on you know like okay like you just got to go hard it's all about penetration and like just lasting really really long you can have the most amazing sexual experiences if you approach this from a completely different angle <laughs> so basically coming much more into again presence connecting with your partner very deeply before you have any sort of penetrative sex. Be here now and slow everything down. Come in a much softer kind of slow approach. And that's not to say that you can't have like wild sex. Like, of course you can. Of course you can be fast and do all the things, right? And you can have fun with it, explore. But it's really a good idea to understand that you're really connecting with somebody on a deep, deep, deep level. Like, I think the other thing with, with porn as well, it's, it's really made sex more of like, oh, it's this act and, you know, of course it's very satisfactory and it's fun. It's taken away the sacredness largely, like the, the, the depth and the connection and what it actually means to have sex with somebody because you are literally like within a person. Like you are like full on like connected, right? Like physically, and this is like full union, right? This is the masculine and feminine. This is the, the duality coming into one. This is really connecting. It's so much more than just the physical. There's, there's your heart, there's the emotions, there's everything that you feel. 
And of course, some people get very numb or they get very in their heads about it, right? So again, coming back to communication with your partner, you know, like, what is it that you really desire? Like, please speak to me. Tell me what do you want? What turns you on? This is a very good conversation to have that most people do not have. <laughs> you know, like, what do you actually like? What do you want to try? So really get to know the other person that way, right? And, and then if you want to become really tantric, you first start with being present together, with slowing everything down. And when it comes to the, um, the ejaculation, with Tantra, there's different ways to do it. One is you just go really, really in the moment. Whatever happens, whenever you ejaculate, doesn't matter kind of thing. So because you're very, very present, you don't think about that. You just let it happen. You're in the flow. You're in the zone, right? So that's one approach. The other way to do it is you, on purpose, you do not focus on that being the goal. Ejaculation or orgasm is not the goal. What the goal is, is the deep connection and what's possible from there. Because what's possible from connecting on that really deep level is multiple orgasms. It's, it's having orgasms without ejaculation which is possible, right? Like, and, you know, for the woman to have well, one super extended orgasm or multiple, multiple orgasms or no orgasms, but the whole thing becomes essentially an, an orgasm, so to speak, because the, you're so there, you're so present. You start to experience things in the bedroom you never even thought were possible, like things you didn't even really imagine that existed. So, and again, like the carrot example, you don't really know until you, you do the thing, right? Until you try and you explore. And it starts with that energetic connection. You bring it into the physical and you move together energetically and physically and emotionally. It all gets interwoven. And a beautiful way you can begin this, 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 is, this is something that I really suggest for anybody who wants to try the, to get into Tantra really deeply in the bedroom. Sit with your partner, naked or not, you know, however you feel, sit with your, you can set the scene, setting the scene is good. You know, it's always nice to have some music or candles or however you like to set the scene. Look at each other. So the man can sit, you know, the woman can sit on top of the man. So how do I explain this? Like kind of like lotus shaped or cross-legged and the woman can like sit on top of him. And you just look at each other into your eyes. You can put, you know, your hand on each other's chest, just feel your heartbeat. And then just start breathing together in and out. Like it becomes a rhythm, you know, a wave. You can start moving together. And there's literally no penetration that's happening. Like you are just like sitting together, you know, moving together. You can hug each other and move together. Feel each other, you know, like see how your body wants to go. Like there's no, there's no thinking that needs to happen. Or maybe you do have thoughts. See what those are. Be curious and then release. Come back to feeling the body, to the emotions, the rhythm, the feeling, all of it. And then from there, you can come into a massage where you massage the other person. You just feel their whole body everywhere, but you don't focus on one specific spot. You don't like, you know, focus on just the back or say just the sexual organs. You just touch everywhere. Everywhere is equally beautiful and profound, you know, and you can do this like together at the same time. You can do, you know, one person can massage the other person everywhere, then switch however you want to go. Come into that for a while, you know, do this for 10 minutes, do this for half an hour, do this for however long. If you want to pre-time or pre-plan and decide, you can, or you can just really go for the flow, like it's totally up to you. Try it a few different ways, see what really feels good for you.
And then you can move into, you know, the foreplay and like, see how that is. You can use a feather. You can, you know, you can like use, you can just blow, like just use your breath. Like there's so many options. And then when you're making love, you know, I mean, this is all making love, obviously, but then when you get into the penetration, you know, move slowly, really feel each other, look into each other's eyes, you know, like, it's this beautiful, beautiful connection that develops. And there's so much that becomes available to you, you know, when you don't have orgasm as a goal, or when you're not trying to overthink it or not trying to control anything, you just really go with the flow. And you will notice that you can probably end up lasting a lot longer if that's something that you struggle with, um, just naturally by starting to connect in this way, right? So there's so many possibilities here. And again, like, I feel like it's another episode, <laughs> but, but, you know, that's what I really recommend is communicate first, see what you each want, you know, see what your desires are. Also see where your boundaries are. This is another very important thing. What do I really not want to do? Right? Like, what do I know is like not okay for me? And I just want you to know this, right? To communicate that. Like, where are my boundaries? Like, set those. Because many, many times, especially for women, I find, I can talk from my own experience of how I used to be in the past. Women are often trained kind of by society that, you know, we have to please and we have to say yes. It's really hard for a lot of people, especially for women to say no. And, you know, when you're, it's like when you're in the moment and in the act and you don't like something, it's really hard to speak up and to say, actually, I don't really want this or it doesn't feel good. But it's very important that you do as uncomfortable as that might feel, you know, but also talking about it beforehand, you know, then, you know, the other person already knows you've already expressed that. So that's easier. Just becoming very, very clear, very transparent, and then connecting really, really deeply, energetically and emotionally. It's not just a physical thing, but then the physical act, because you've connected so well, energetically and emotionally, and you're doing it simultaneously, the physical experience becomes that much more intense, that much deeper and that much more expansive, where then maybe nobody's going to have an orgasm, but the whole thing is going to be such an amazing experience. It's completely unnecessary. Or you're going to have so many incredible orgasms that in different ways that you didn't even really know existed or were possible for you, right? So it just opens up all these doors. And yeah, that's, that's sex with Tantra. <laughs> I, I love it. No, absolutely amazing. And yeah, I'm excited to double in it and definitely can like vouch for it as well with the experience and and would you say it's more like just the feeling and the intuitive with the presence or do you ever do like with that the breath and all that control for the energy with that as well or it's just more intuitively what comes up yeah so i personally practice more intuitive more of the flow and that's also what i teach my clients because it's it's more true to your experience now, unless you like really want to do breathing and control it very specifically, you don't have that intention, which is fine. You can, because that's your choice and your experience. Um, but, but otherwise I would say really go with the motion, with the flow and with the feeling, right? Because what comes up in any given moment, that's going to be your true experience. That's where your desire is taking you. Like what feels really alive for you, go for that, but play with it because Tantra is all encompassing and it does accept it all. So it's like, okay, well, if this is really what you want to try, go for that. And it can be an amazing experience. Right. And then try this. So like with our sex quest that I built, 
you know, I designed many different days where there was different things, you know, that we were trying, like we got really creative and really playful for it. So some of the times was much more fluid and flowy. Other times it's like, okay, we're going to do this and this and see how that feels. And then we reflected it, you know, back at each other and be like, okay, like, is this something we really like? Or do we not like this so much? Do we want to try this again differently? You know, so then we talked about it and it's really fun. It just keeps it really alive and spicy as well. But I have had, you know, these experiences where I was breaking down in tears of joy because of how I was connecting with my partner, with Diego. And like, the very first time I cried. He was like, oh my God, like, are you okay? <laughs> you know, like he was a bit worried, like, oh my God, it's not a good thing. She's crying. And, and then of course I was smiling and I explained, I was like, no, like, this is the most amazing, like connection experience. I can't even describe it. I'm just crying, you know, and it's just so beautiful. And, and yeah, just be open, be open, feel into what it is that you want, you know, explore with it, play with it. Um, there is no wrong answer. You know, there's no wrong choice here. As long as you are not stepping beyond someone's boundaries, you know, that's like, that's it. Like just play with it and really feel into it and get really, really connected with yourself. The other thing I would say is self-pleasure, you know, experience yourself. How, like, you know, what do you actually want? Like, because a lot of times people don't really know what they want. They think the partner has to kind of do it all for them. And it's a really good idea to really know what is it that, feels good for me, you know, like play with yourself, like, you know, get playful with your own body, like see what feels really good, make love to yourself. Um, And then you can bring more of that into the bedroom as well. So I find that's also really useful. And the other thing too is do massage each. So I talked about the massage where you massage like the whole body, you don't focus on anything specific, but also give yourselves like, um, give each other sexual massages, you know, like where you're, they're called lingam and yoni massage in Tantra. So um, you can massage each other and just see like what feels really good here, you know? Like, what do you like? How do you really like to be touched? You know, can I, you know, speed up and then slow down? Like, you know, like what, how does it feel? And really be very open with each other in the moment as well and communicate. And there's all sorts of things that can, you know, develop and it's very profound and, and super magical. So yeah, it's it's fun. This human experience is amazing. Like, hello, like it is incredible to be alive. You know, this is why we're here. We're here to experience and create and make choices and and just taste everything. And you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 magical. It's amazing. It blows me away. I love being alive. <laughs> I I I absolutely love that. And I honestly love how you described it it's like so simple and it's more just like a meditation and a a connection and just going with the flow rather than like when i've dabbled a bit it's like all right so you gotta be in the breath and it's like a bit Mm -hmm. okay and i gotta feel this energy or this light or control in my shit i gotta slow down where it's Mm -hmm. just just feeling fully connecting, flowing, just like you're in that dance. So I love that little thing you do to start off with the eye connecting and flowing with that and the touching and with that. And I love what you said, because I think it's a big thing with guys that, yeah, like porn, like can be quite addicting, gives the wrong sense, but also like decreases your sensitivity with it and that attraction with it and i do like what you say for guys it's a big thing it's like it's difficult to control that urge sometimes but it's like that like if it happens it happens like you don't 
put pressure on yourself or this or that. But then if you do, in, and there's nothing wrong with that, that is completely divine and perfect. Yeah. And that, like you said, there's no rules, everything's accepted. But if you do feel like holding it and not doing it, that you can get those like body orgasms. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. So there is that other side and almost with that, discipline as a guy and that it's your life force energy and you you can maintain that but it's it's that balance between it's not like you're not hindering and like freaking out and stressing and trying so hard that I can't do it and then you're resisting it too much as well that fine dance so I, I really like what you said with that so this has been amazing and the last thing I like to finish with is like what is your vision for helping the world? Oh, I love that question. It's beautiful. Oh, yes. I think it's very similar to when I was younger. You know, like when I was younger, I had this vision that I just wanted to, to create more love, like, like invite people into more love within themselves to be able to have more of an awakening world, a conscious world, a connected world where people are understanding, you know, what they're capable of and that, you know, life is fun actually. And just to activate that within people, to bring that awareness to people. So that the big vision of course is just to, you know, one person at a time to guide them into that deeper peace, inner peace, that deeper self-love and that connection to, you know, life and to, to in relationship and with themselves. I want to say like world peace, of course, <laughs> of course, you know, of course, of course. Um, but like for how I'm doing it, you know, it's through Tantra, through Tantra to really help people like experience deep, deep love, deep connection, deep intimacy within themselves, with a partner, within their own life, to really feel that into that desire, you know, to feel desirable, to feel desired, to, to follow your desire, to be okay with that, to, to really merge your, you know, your humanness with your spirit to understand like how that's interwoven, how it's all one thing to really know who you are and to just live life in a way that's truly fulfilling. Like I love supporting my clients and seeing them light up and coming to these realizations and understandings to these, uh, to this awareness within themselves of what they're actually capable of and how they can then live a much more fulfilled life. And it's all about love. It's all about love. It's about creation, about understanding who you are and stepping into your own dreams and fulfilling them and knowing you can and, and having that deep, deep connection with your heart and, and within relationship as well. So yeah, that's, I think that's it. <laughs> Amazing. I absolutely love that. So I really resonated with your vision and yeah, I really resonate with your work and how you teach Tantra as well. It's quite refreshing. I actually resonate with that more than other things I've heard. It's like, cause it's really just in that being state and mm -hmm. yeah, similar to what I teach is like every moment's in a meditation and yeah, I, I've really enjoyed this chat and I feel we're probably going to have to have you on for many more episodes um, to deal with <laughs> other topics. So very I would love to. Yeah, yeah. So nice to meet you and to connect and yeah, looking forward to collaborating more in the future.
Yes. Thank you so much, Sam. This has been absolutely amazing. I've loved talking to you. I'd love to be back anytime. And yeah, it's, it's incredible. You know, like if you are drawn, if you feel intuitively drawn, trust that, follow that, go there. Awesome. <laughs> and if anyone wanted to find you and to work with you as well, how can they go about doing that? Yes, yes. So I've got um, my Instagram uh, where you can follow me, which is laura.isabella.mathney, spelled M-A-C-H-N-Y. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook. That's kind of where I focus the most right now. Um, so just Laura Isabella Mahney, you'll find me there. And I'm actually accepting some one-to-one -one clients right now into Be Desired, The Intimate Path. So that's where we really dive deep into everything we've just talked about. Um, and I'm also going to be launching a group program very soon, which is all about masculine, feminine energy and polarity and just keeping things really, you know, spicy and really connected. So, yeah, come, come follow me. <laughs> oh, absolutely love that. Amazing. So thank you so much again for coming on, Laura, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that episode of Happiness Secrets. So like I said before, if you got value out of it, if you resonate with our message to awaken the world and to create world peace, then please share this with someone that you love and if you leave a five-star review on Spotify and on Apple Music and you take a screenshot of you sharing it with someone that you love, you enter this amazing competition that you will win Meditation Mastery for free. This is such a life-changing course. This is what I teach my high-level clients in video form. This is your 60-day path to healing your anxiety, depression, stress, and worry so that you can be happy, fulfilled, live with joy, and have it all. You will also win a 90-minute one-on-one coaching and healing session with myself personally. This is at a value of $2,222. The course is also at a value of $2,222. So that's $4,444 of value for you helping to spread this message of love. Thank you.